Welcome to The Bee's Knees, a podcast full of articles, interviews, clinical studies, and advice about knee surgery, physical therapy, and life after knee surgery. Hi, welcome to The Bee's Knees podcast. This is PJ Ewing, your host. We have an interview today. Mary Elliott conducted this in the state of Michigan with a physician from West Bloomfield, Michigan named Jeff. Jeff uh, went through a total knee replacement. He had a sudden knee pain. It hindered his ability to walk, exercise, do the stuff that he loves. He tried steroids, ice, PT, but really, as it almost always happens, he needed to go forward with surgery, and he discusses that. He discusses his rehab program. It's a good interview. Again, Mary Elliott and Jeff Gladstone here on the Bees Knees podcast. This is Mary. Elliot with uh, the Bees Knees podcast. I'll be your host today. I am lucky enough to do that. And I am going to be joined by a wonderful human being who just had his knee replaced not too long ago and is going to share his story with us. Jeff, can you come on board and introduce yourself and tell us a little bit about you? Hi, uh, this is Jeff Gladstone. Um, I live in uh, West Bloomfield, Michigan, and I am a physician. And I had knee surgery probably, oh, it might be getting close to two months ago now. I'd had no knee problems until about maybe three months before I developed pain. Uh, So it was really a kind of sudden thing where I started having pain with walking and with any kind of exercise I did. I quickly got to the point I couldn't... uh, work on a treadmill anymore to get cardio and probably many of the other kind of fun sports related things that I like to do. I was no longer able to do. I could get through a day of work without too much trouble. Um, Come home and really all the fun things were pretty much taken. So what did you do first? What was your game plan of how you're going to resolve this for yourself? Well, I increased my non-steroidal medications. I started using a fair amount of ice. And then I talked to my rehab doc who suggested physical therapy, went and started doing that. And then pretty quickly, you know, just wasn't getting better with rest and some rehab, you know, pretty quickly got an uh, MRI done which indicated that I basically had no cartilage left uh, in my right knee. Got a couple different surgical opinions and, you know, what to do. Actually tried a couple injections, you know, steroid injections into the knee, which did almost nothing. And pretty quickly realized that the only viable option, the only thing that really had a chance of getting me back to doing what I wanted to do again was surgery. Found a surgeon and proceeded from there. Let me ask you this. How did you decide on who your surgeon would be? Someone who was pretty straightforward with the options for surgery, what to expect from the surgery, and you know, someone that I had confidence would do a good technical job. I really was at a first visit with this person. And he looked at the MRI scan, which, you know, I'm familiar with MRI scans, but of other parts of the body. 
and kind of gave me a little bit of a guided tour and really showed me the bone on bone and the inflammation that was actually within the bone from the constant rubbing and then explained how the steroid shot can get rid of inflammation on the outside of the bone, but really not inside the bone. So it really made sense what I was experiencing. And then he gave me a real, uh, gave me some choices as far as what to do with for the surgery, uh, such as a partial knee replacement versus a complete knee replacement and what the pros and cons of each of those was. So I, I just like the, the very straightforward approach he did with patient education and then, uh, you know, the, the choices I had. It kind of made it pretty easy for me to make an informed decision. And what did you decide? Did you decide on partial or, or a full? I decided on the partial. Uh, because the recovery was going to be quicker. Um, and I take it a little, it's a little bit of a gamble in a sense in that I realized that I may in 10 or 15 years need to have a complete replacement done, depending on how the rest of the knee does. But I thought that was a, a reasonable thing. This is going to get me back to, back to doing what I wanted to do. Uh, more quickly. And then what happens next? Scheduled a day for the surgery and then start getting a whole bunch of calls from different companies such as X10 and a couple others who are wanting to deliver things to me from medications to machines and and things like that. And at first, it was almost a little overwhelming. It's like, what is this stuff? And, you know, what am I going to do with it? But it all, it all made sense to me pretty quickly. What were your expectations of how this was all going to turn out? Well, the surgeon did give me kind of his timeline uh, in that he said, you know, right now you're not happy. You're not able to do things. And if you have the surgery within six months, you really should be back to being able to go hiking in the mountains and, and doing most, you know, the, most of the things you were doing beforehand. I'm so glad you're here listening to the Bees Knees podcast. I want to bring to your attention another resource that you might really enjoy and find some value in, and that is greatorthopedicsurgeons.org. If you're looking for a surgeon or you're interested in nominating your surgeon, to be on this esteemed list, you can visit greatorthopedicsurgeons.org and enter in the name and information about your favorite surgeon. Did you feel you were in a good place when you walked into surgery to have your surgery? No, I felt I was in a pretty good place. Um, the X10 machine showed up uh, you know, a good few days before surgery, and I had a very nice uh, delivery person who I was very impressed by is knowledgeable about the machine and took me through the whole thing and, you know, did some testing with me. And then I was able to actually use the machine uh, to get used to it and, uh, you know, really get to know the machine um, and, you know, work a little bit on my range of motion prior to surgery, which I thought was a helpful thing. Oh. Um, 
Uh, I thought the surgery center did a good job. They had some videos on what to expect. So I, I thought overall I had a pretty good feeling for what I was getting into. The thing that you just don't know about, and I don't think there's any way to really know, is how much pain am I going to be in after surgery, <laughs> which yeah. is certainly a concern for almost anyone. Absolutely. Right. Absolutely. On that front, they did something which I would tremendously recommend to anyone that's going to have the surgery done. They placed a percutaneous anesthesia catheter uh, prior to surgery. And what that does, because I think your readers probably might not know, and I would actually didn't know until they talked to me about it. I thought it was going to be a narcotic type thing where it would give me narcotic pain relief. But what it did, it actually just gives you anesthesia, such as what you would inject before someone sewed up a cut. But it does it in a way that you can still walk. It doesn't paralyze any of the muscles. It just completely got rid of any pain. And for the two and a half days that I had that in, I literally had zero pain which I thought was amazing. The only issue I had with it is the, it's secured with, you, know, you can think of it as a bandage. The bandage after two and a half days in the middle of the night kind of pulled loose and the thing came out. And it probably would have lasted an additional day and a half at least. So my only advice there is make sure they really secure that bandage well. And if you have to really re-secure it quite well, because that was a wonderful thing. Okay, that's the first time I and I've been doing working with patients for years <laughs> who have knee replacement. Explain that again. What what was the purpose of having that? So you have no pain after surgery and don't have to take mm. a ECA machine. It's percutaneous anesthesia machine. Slowly gives a little bit of lidocaine or something like that right into the right spot. So my knee was numb but the rest wasn't, and I could walk normally, but I just had zero pain. That is amazing. Well, my goodness, it sounds like your surgeon is pretty up to date with the latest technology, right? And, and resources, sources that he has. And it also, <laughs> also let me use the X10 machine doing the range of motion and the other stuff, I think with a lot less discomfort than would have been there otherwise. Um, you know, there was still an end point. The knee just wasn't going to bend much further in the beginning. So, you know, we still had to work up to the range of motion, but this made it a lot easier. I mean, I didn't have to take a narcotic pain medicine before I did it. And when I also had some home physical therapy that they had ordered. You know, I didn't have to take pain medicine before, you know, that person came. And for how long? How long did that last? Was that two and a, two and a half days, but it could have been four if the if the catheter had stayed in. Okay. Well that's gonna get you through that early time period when I think the pain is the worst, that immediate post-operative period. Well, I agree with you. I agree with you. That's one of the things I like about the use of the X10, right? Because it really helps patients progress, right? And get a lot more effective therapy in 
really when they need it the most, right? You you want to, time is a factor in recovery. You do want to, oh, sorry, hold on a second. I thought I turned off my phone. Sorry about that. Okay. Um, but time is a a factor, right, in recovery. So, you know, the fact that, you know, you were able to begin your your therapy without that all you know that additional pain i am sure right really stru- helped you structure a great fr- foundation underneath you to begin with yeah absolutely absolutely i mean i also i can't imagine i mean without the x10 machine i had a physical therapy person come three times a week for the first couple weeks um i that wouldn't have been nearly enough. You know, even with the exercises, I'm sure they would have given me, um, it wouldn't have been nearly enough. Um, and so the X10 machine using that three times a day from, you know, that first day, uh, I think made an awful lot of difference. I mean, it really made it so when the physical therapy person came, he did not work on range of motion with me at all. It yeah. let, you know, he just saw what the range of motion I had from using the machine and said, hey, you're ahead of the game. I'm not going to work on that. I'm going to do other things, you know, strengthening other muscles and stuff. Which is wonderful, right? Which is wonderful. Well, well, all right. So let me ask you this. What You start using the X10. I'm sure as you're using it, you're either feeling confident, like, oh, boy, this is working or, oh, I don't know about this. <laughs> this is all going to work out for me. I, it sounds like you were in the space, boy, I'm confident this this is good what, what's been happening to me so far. And I can see that it's going to take me in the direction that I truly am seeking to move forward in, right? Is, is, am I taking all of that in right? Yeah, absolutely. And I think ha- having used it a time or two prior to surgery, let me really know what it was going to do. And then my coach giving me guidelines on, you know, what I should be doing, how fast I should be progressing or not fast I should be progressing was just invaluable. Okay. So you appreciated the coach. Oh, I, you really, you absolutely need that. Absolutely need that. I mean, I, I probably would have tried to do too much too early. That's just my nature. And she kind of slowed me down a little bit. Um, but I, I really love the fact that with the X10, you could say today I'm going to go up to 90 degrees of flexion and that didn't cause any pain. So the next day I could try, you know, 94 degrees of flexion. You could just like bump it little by little, uh, without causing trouble, without getting a setback from trying to do too much too soon. And how would you say, how beneficial was it? to know where you were at, right, at all times. Because in my eyes and in my personality, how, you know, the way I look at my goals, I check in, right, to see where I'm at. <laughs> so that way I know how, how much farther, what I need to do, right, in order to move forward so I stay on target of my goal. The, the fact that you can see your results, how do you feel that played a factor in, in what you were doing and how you were doing it? For me, it was perfect. Um, I think if I hadn't, I'd be kind of working and bending the knee on my own, but really not knowing 
if I was getting anywhere until the physical therapist comes two, three days later, measures it and tells me, I mean, it kind of gives me, it gave me instant feedback, you know, each of the three times I was doing it a day. I'm so glad you're listening to the Bees Knees podcast. Here's another resource you might enjoy, and that is Knee Radio One. The website for this internet radio station is knee-radio-one.com. This is where you can listen 24-7 to knee surgery and recovery content from surgeons, physicians, orthopedists, physical therapists, and patients. Knee-radio-the-number-one.com. Do you remember what your results were? 130 degrees, if I'm remembering right, is considered full flexion. Yeah. Yeah. And I got to that within eight days. Which is amazing. (laughs) Which is amazing. Full extension was a fair amount quicker than that. Um, You know, a good few days at least quicker than that. But the the flexion's an interesting thing. I mean, I could bend to the 130 degrees, still wasn't comfortable. You know, it took a lot more time to get comfortable at that where you weren't, you know, like, like going, eh, you know, like that last little bit. And then eventually it got to the point where the 130 degrees were a problem and all that. That took a while. All right. So, okay. So that's fantastic. Well, I can only imagine how happy you were to see that, right? So there is no guesswork for you. You knew oh my gosh, I'm on the right path. This is working. What I'm doing is working, right? I am going to achieve the results that I was seeking. It had to be calming, right? Considerably. Well, let me ask you this. Did you use the machine for strengthening? Like, how do you feel now you're a few months out? How's your strength in your muscles surrounding your Um, your, 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 your knee? It is pretty much back to normal. I'd, I'd say it's back to normal at this point. Um, yes. It definitely took longer to get muscle strength back in my quads and hamstrings um, than it did the flexion. And most of that was really due to just the muscles being sore. I, you know, I don't know and probably don't want to know exactly what they did during surgery. I have an idea. And some of those muscles get pulled out of the way and, and stuff like that. And especially my quads were sore for, oh, six weeks even. I mean, progressively less. So it wasn't so much a strength issue as it was just, hey, that muscle's too sore to really be able to show you its strength. But the X10 with some of the muscle strengthening things that we did there, I think was really useful also. Well, what I'm showing is really around the same time you achieved the zero and 130, you were clocking in and on the machine for your quadriceps strength that you you met your pre-surgical strength numbers. So you were really moving along quite quickly in both those those areas that are really critical, right? In order for you to have a great, you know, great recovery on your hands. Another thing which I think is immensely useful for recovery from this is having your 
quads, triceps, and calf muscles as strong as possible going into surgery. Absolutely. On both sides, in that getting up out of the chair requires some of those muscles, sitting back in the chair requires those muscles. And if you had minimal strength going in, I can't imagine how difficult a simple task like getting up from a sitting position would be. If you can increase your strength and increase your range of motion prior to surgery, because the old adage is, my goodness, you know, you can expect to get, you know, a recovery as well as what you step into recovery with. Well, that's the way it used to be. But with the X10 machine, I got to tell you something, Jeff, we do see <laughs> better results than, than they, they used to because we do have a prehab program, which you uh, didn't take advantage of for whatever reason with the X10, but there is a prehab program and, and that's what, what it's for, right? Yeah. To help people increase their range of motion, their flexibility, and also their strength. So that way, uh, the recovery is so, you know, so much easier and less stressful on you altogether. You're not the average patient. The average patient, right, has been declining in strength and flexibility, they say on average eight years before they walk in and have their surgery. But that, that wasn't your situation. It was just months. The X10 was immensely useful. I mean, it, it required all, this, all the recovery stuff the X10 and some of the other stuff that the physical therapist gave me to do took up a lot of time. I really thought I was going to have all this time to do reading and writing and all of that <laughs> stuff. There, oh my, I, I got to get back on the machine. And I wanted to, but I was still surprised at how much you have to work at your recovery. I mean, there's no two ways about it, but it's such it was so worthwhile. And I think also, remember you were talking about how you can quantify what you're doing on the X10, that it's this many degrees you got today and you're making progress that yesterday you could do a teeny bit less. I think that's so encouraging in that it lets you know that all this work that you're putting in is worthwhile and made me look forward to my next X10 session because I knew that was going to get me a step closer to being better. Exactly, right? Because I, you know, I was sick 10 years with stomach lupus. And let me tell you something, you know, after they keep trying this drug and that drug and, and they're not working, you stop believing that, oh God, I don't know <laughs> if I'm ever going to get better because things aren't working, right? So belief in what you're doing is so critical. You know, when you're trying to move forward in your life, and if you're, you know, of course, and, and we all know this, right? When you're trying to make a change, and even though it's a positive change, fear still sets in. That's just part of our makeup, right? Because, you know, the unknown now presents itself, even though you think and feel, oh, you know, this is a good choice I'm making for myself. You still, right, know that you're going to be moving forward on something that's new and different for yourself. And, and when you go to have, a recovery like knee recovery, you know, it's well known out there. And I, and I think all of us have heard of, of horror stories where people did not get the results they needed or wanted, right? So you're walking into something that's a little shaky, right, in your own heart and mind. And then when you're presented with a recovery, <laughs> a recovery plan that helps you 
continuously reinforce your belief that, oh, wow, the actions I'm taking are working. My goodness, that, you know, healing is not just physical, right? The, the mind is right in your heart, right, is involved in that too. And if you don't have all those three things in, the, in a, such a secure and positive place, you're going to have a difficult recovery, right? You need all three of those moving forward, right? And you were, uh, it sounds like to me, you were uplifted, you were seeing the results and you, you were believing that, wow, I'm not just feeling better, right? The numbers are telling me I am doing better. And that keeps securing your motivation and inspiration and helps you stay compliant, right? And doing, taking these actions over and over again, because you know, by doing so, that they are, they are progressing you towards your goal. That's huge. And I think, you know, everyone out there, just be mindful of that, right? You, you want to take forward movement where you don't have inner conflict, where you believe in your surgeon, you believe in your recovery plan. Because if you don't have belief behind what you're doing, it's going to be a rough road and nobody deserves or needs to move forward, right? In, in that kind of space. That's not necessary, <laughs> especially now, right? With knee recovery, because we do have a new path, an innovative path for you to take. And there are surgeons like Dr. Cohen out there that embrace right, new technology and help you uh, realize what it is and, and help you, you know, get a hold of it. And so that way you do move forward peacefully and successfully. That, that's, that all is huge. That makes such a difference in your experience. Can you imagine, Jeff, if you would have, would have taken this route and would not have had these tools that you had? My gosh, we're, we, we're talking a whole different experience that you could have encountered very easily, very easily. I think I would not have recovered nearly as fast or as completely without the X10. I mean, no, no doubt about it. Now, you know, there were other things helping me too. That you know, the the uh, in-home physical therapy was useful. There were lots of things that uh, adding up did it, but I I really can't imagine uh, not having the X10. I had a friend who had knee surgery. Oh, I'd say a year before. And she did, her insurance would not cover the X10, unfortunately. Or actually, I, I, I'm pretty sure it would not. Um, she knew nothing about the X10. And her experience, her recovery was much slower and at times very painful um, because of what the physical therapy people were doing to give her range of motion. So, yeah, I, I feel very lucky to have had it. Actually, my, my final thought on it was if I knew someone who, you know, whose insurance didn't cover the X10, I would tell them to absolutely pay for it out of pocket, almost no matter what it would cost, because it was so important to the recovery. There's a reason why we record these, right? Or to pay it forward. Then everybody, I think that's all Jeff and I have today for you and just know both of us are here because we care about you and want to share uh, our experiences. So that way you have a great experience too. So thanks for listening. Thank you, Jeff. Again, you're a good soul to come on and take time out of your busy schedule and give it to us here today. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Very welcome. To learn more, visit x10therapy.com 1-855-910-5633. Just a reminder, it's a huge help if you subscribe to, rate, and review our podcast. It helps people find us.